I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It's me, the bird. Oh <laughs> oh, I'm no. the intro bird. I'm going to squawk and let you guys know what we're watching today. What kind of bird are Little you? Nicky? I'm a... Little Nicky. <laughs> now I... you're going to see what a big horny bird looks like. <laughs> in hell. Oh, thank God they didn't use ducks in this movie. That would have taken a much darker <laughs> turn. Oh, no. Yeah, for those of you out there who don't know about ducks... They are sexual monsters. Yes. Not sexual predators. They have exploding 12-inch corkscrew penises. Yeah. That's crazy. Alfred Hitchcock would be on the side and be like, bring me one of the ducks to open up this wine bottle. It needs a little extra humph. <laughs> and a duck would do it. A duck well, would do it, not bad an eye. Oh, it. yes. Quack, quack. That's all you say, ducky. Aw. Well, hello there, friends who aren't ducks, but are different kinds of birds. Welcome to Spooky Time I'm Presents The Birds. That's right, the Alfred ah. Hitchcock classic from 1963. I am one of your hosts, Kyle. I can take a bird in a fight, probably even two, <laughs> just so you all know. That's good. Who's joining me out here in the flock? It's me, Cammy, and I'm fine and dandy like Jessica Tandy. <laughs> oh, Damn, that that's cute. Thank you. <laughs> I was I was excited for that one. Who are you? It's me, your uncle Jarrett, and I have some uh, sexual undertones with my mother. Um there <laughs> Don't we all? Uh, oh, what? Yeah. This book is or this movie is is interesting, <laughs> but uh speaking about kicking birds that's uh, a quick little shout out to uh my main man uh sebastian here sebastian. who uh, uh every time we every time he comes out to see me and his sister he's always like man i just want to punt one of those fucking geese in this town and i think one day he'll just do it honestly he's, he's... i would like to do the same thing i hate geese i hate geese more than more than more than myself which is hard wow i once punched a whale Right in the face. Oh, yeah? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? We're talking about attacking animals. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to suck it to you, Shamu. Mm. <laughs> Polly want a knuckle sandwich? Pals. <laughs> squawk, Kablam. squawk, motherfucker. Surprise squawk? All right, <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're talking today about The Birds from 1963, starring, of course, our gal Tippy. Tippy. Tippy the tip-top hedron. Tippy, mother of Melanie Griffith, grandmother of Dakota Johnson. What? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh, God. Family I was lineage. like, <laughs> Dakota Johnson is Tippy <laughs> Hedren's granddaughter? That was the greatest news I've ever I was thinking heard. of Kathy, Kathy Griffith first when you said that. <laughs> I was like, what the? I was too, Melanie yes. Melanie Griffith. <laughs> like her estate is, is in shambles now. I think Mel it's funny that Melanie Griffith and Jamie Lee Curtis are really, really close friends, um, and both of their moms were, like, Hitchcock blondes. I love it. Yeah, I don't know. That's fun. Maybe That's they're cute. 
Hitchcock is both their secret fathers. Yeah. Maybe they scissor. Yeah, okay, maybe. <laughs> I mean, they can do on the crafts they want. table. <laughs> snip, snip, cheerio. <laughs> All right, I had to. I was googling Melanie Griffith so I could remember who she was, and I haven't succeeded yet. I'm looking at pictures of her, and just I know Actress. the name. I just don't. What, I can't wait, place what her was in she in? Uh, I'm scrolling through her filmography. A lot. Yeah. I'm not going to read them off right now. That's too many. Anyway, we're talking about the birds. Yes. Squawk, squawk. I'm going to say that all episode. I don't. Tippy Hedren as oh, Melanie yeah. Daniels. Melanie, we got Which Rod is the daughter, Taylor. Her daughter's name in real life. <gasps> <gasps> Hitchcock is the father. Oh my god. More like Smelanie. <laughs> <For real. laughs> yes, Tippy Hedren as Melanie, Rod Taylor as the man she loved, and Jessica Tandy as the woman who got in the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. This movie also stars Veronica Cartwright as uh, Mitch's little sister, Kathy. Kit Kat? Um, yeah, Kathy, fun fact, plays Lambert in alien the only other woman on the ship <gasps> that's what? kathy brenner oh uh, you think her experience with the birds would have better prepared her for an alien attack yeah you're right stay calm kathy <laughs> the alien can hurt you the birds can't yeah in space, that would have been a nice little nod in alien <laughs> if instead of uh, an alien coming out of john hurt's tummy a little bird came out like oh god he ate birds <laughs> I would love just a funnel of sparrows just shooting out in that chestburst scene. <laughs> <laughs> like like in the scene in this movie with like yeah. the, the, the fireplace. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's a sparrow, all right. Yeah. That was the dumbest fucking line in the whole movie. And out of yep. all of these movies, I made a this joke. I, I, watched, I watched the movie last night. I watched it last night. I was watching it with Taylor and uh, my boyfriend. And we, uh, we get to that part where um, after the sparrow attack... Uh, the cop comes in and he's holding a bird and I'm like, yep, that's a bird. All right. Just like riffing. And then he says, yep, that's a sparrow. All right. I'm like, oh, no way. Who wrote this? Uh, Mitchell's just like, well, they broke in and entered. Like they broke in. I want you to yeah. do something about it. It's like arrest oh the, arrest the birds. Where's mother goose? Yeah. This, this movie's got a pretty, it's a pretty, pretty simple plot. Yeah. Too simple. The yeah. Char- the characters do a good job of tearing it apart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but before that, let me tell you all about the plot. Let me let me spin it for you. The wonderful the tale plot. of the bird. Okay. The bird of love. All right. Join me, everyone, in enjoying an Alfred Hitchcock rom-com the likes of which you've never seen before. <laughs> the Birds. Meet Melanie Daniels, a San Fran socialite with a flair for pranks. Her catchphrase is, you just got tippied. <laughs> and she's trying to buy oh a bird. While there, she meets Mitchell, a handsome man on a similar quest. After a flirtatious argument, Melanie decides to surprise Mitchell with a pair of lovebirds for his sister, Kit Kat Kathy. Uh, thus begins yeah. a video game RPG-style quest to deliver the birds. Go to his house. Go to his other house. Go to the post office. Get directions to the teacher's house to get the kid's name. Then you gotta go get the dun, boat dun, to get to the lake. Yeah. Uh, they just wouldn't let her meet that guy. Uh Upon completion of her delivery, Melanie gets gold in the head, which leads to a dinner invite from Mitchell. He's a lawyer. Nice. Ooh la la. <laughs> gotta lock it down, Melanie. Oh, Mitch. And he's got a big dick. <laughs> Probably. After some troublesome chicken talk, Melanie, Mitchell, and his whole family have a lovely evening. Melanie even gets a party invite from little Kit Kat Kathy. She initially declines, but once she learns he has mommy issues, she's all in, baby. <laughs> 
The party the next day is a blast. One of the kids even tries to do her Snow White impression. But then the birds attack her. <laughs> no no Serves chores right. for you, Crow. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, everyone runs inside, and only three of the kids get carried away. Later that night, <laughs> Kathy tries to uh, show Melanie all the bird seeds she got for her birthday. But that just leads to another bird attack. Oh, no. Uh, after, this, after the sheriff says he can't arrest a flock of birds for breaking and entering, Melanie decides to stick around and continue falling in love with Mitchell. Haha, <laughs> idiot. The birds get more and more aggressive, killing a local farmer and attacking the school, possibly protesting the new sex ed curriculum they just enacted. <laughs> the birds and the bees is coming next. This movie's a lot deeper than we thought. <laughs> uh, Melanie tries to warn the Deep. town, but they continually point out how stupid the plot sounds. <laughs> The birds take advantage of our hesitation to go on a full-scale blitzkrieg, attacking with panzer tanks and howitzers, destroying critical infrastructure points, and assassinating (laughs) our leaders. Mitchell and co. decide to hole up in his house, where they board up all the windows except the ones on the ground floor. I didn't get that. You have to vote for one of us. (laughs) I, too, dream of being a baseball. A baseball. (laughs) After wave after wave of birds attacks, and they fight them off with boards i guess they don't really fight them now that i think about it it's a board with a nail in it eventually tippy gets lost and attacked by birds and then they make their escape by just leaving uh yep the end mm-hmm. uh lackluster finish there but a uh a fun Boo. time throughout yeah. remember when that horse-drawn buggy just collapses in the middle of the explosion scene <laughs> i was laughing for 15 <laughs> minutes it was true pandemonium <laughs> that you don't i feel like you don't really expect it in a hitchcock um horror movie which this definitely is uh, yeah. you know you've got psycho that came out a few years before a hitchy whore <laughs> yeah and i don't know psycho was so focused it was yeah and very um this the scares were shitty not shitty (laughs) just sort of crappy i I guess (laughs) chill (laughs) so then like this movie comes along and like you're expecting the only real drama to come from the birds themselves and then in the middle of the movie you get this crazy gas station <laughs> explosion like zoolander style gas station <laughs> explosion was this a center for ants <laughs> it's like she dro- he drops the match they're like no <laughs> quick the gasoline will scare him away and they're just spraying the sky with uh, and then it reminded me of the fight scene from a uh, Oh, uh, was it the Mel, Mel Gibson Western, uh, Blazing Saddles, where they just fell into the scenes of other movies and yes. just had other stuff happening? It's like when the horse came in, it's like, what the fuck is <laughs> yeah. this? Did you say a her. Mel Gibson Western? Not Mel Gibson. Uh, who did that? Mel, Mel Brooks. 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 I may I have thought said you Gibson. said Mel Brooks. I was like, I, his name was Mel. <laughs> Melanie. <laughs> Melanie Daniels. Did you say Gibson? <laughs> Malamar. One of us said Gibson. Oh, my goodness. Only the viewers will know for sure. Uh, Jared, what do you think of the movie? I thought it was not good, and I thought it was lazy. It's a lazy follow-up to Psycho, personal opinion. Was this the next movie for him? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, nothing's gonna, nothing's going to be as good as Psycho. I think that this movie is um, impressive in a lot of ways. Um, but, yeah, it's very... The use of, like, green screen technology and... 
I'm assuming it was green screen technology because that's what it looked like. Um, oh, the uh, what's lot. it called? The um, that's what they did in. They did a ah uh, fuck. That was the thing Stanley Kubrick did for 2001. Uh, rear view projection or something like that. I think so. Oh, that's so it's like, it looks like there's a background or something, but it's just really like uh, an actor in front of a screen, like acting. It's, it's kind of like when they go in cars and then it's just like, Oh, it's, they're clearly not in a car right now. Yeah. You're you're not fooling anyone. Hitchy. They're turning the wheel like back and forth really quickly, (laughs) but nothing's happening around them. Like, Oh, yeah. 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 Beep, beep. I think I missed my turn back then. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but they're still going straight. Um, yeah, this movie, it really should have been made 20 years later when they could do a special effects of a lot of birds attacking at once. Um, they tried that. It's called Birdemic, and it is way worse than this movie. First off, no one tried in Birdemic. Yeah. Okay, let's make that clear. Some guy was Birdemic, bored one shock weekend. Birdemic, Shock and Terror. Solar panels. They did also make a Birds 2 in 1994. Tippy came back. Tippy came back. Tippy came back. Tippy. She's still alive. She's still kicking. She's smoking on Hitchcock's grave. Can you believe? Okay, so there's that like beef between Ellen DeGeneres and Dakota <laughs> Johnson, right? Because Dakota Johnson was kind of short with her on on her show that one time. She was like, "You didn't invite me to your birthday party," and Dakota's like, "I did, Ellen. You were hanging out with George W. Bush that day." <laughs> um, and so everybody's kind of ragging on Ellen. Like, you didn't go to a birthday party in which Tippi Hedren and Melanie Griffith <laughs> would likely be in attendance. What the fuck is the matter with you? Like, um, and, you- and that's just another reason why I, I should I should take over Ellen's spot on on the show. You would it's, go to it's... Dakota's birthday party. I would. I would. And Shia I would talk to, would I probably be there. Shalia Booth would be oh sweet like Shia I love that honey boy let's see how up. much honey you got boy show up an hour late drunk just screaming where's Tippy <laughs> I demand to see Tippy yeah um I'm I didn't really do a whole lot of looking into the background on like that specifically Jarrett is there anything sort of specific that you know about the relationship between Alfred Hitchcock and Tippy Hedren? Uh, he like was trying to fuck her the entire time they okay. were like on the set. Okay. It, it's, uh, there's a, um, uh, cause they, it seemed like at the same time, like within, it, within like two years or something. Oh my God. All these birds just flew past my window. No, Scary. they know. Get your um, gun. <laughs> within like a two to three, I'll say five year max. Like they made two Alfred Hitchcock movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was, uh, um, well, she made I this with Anthony... him and Marnie, right? Wait, what's up? Didn't Tippy Hedren make this and Marnie with him? Yes. With, okay. uh, with, uh, Sean Connery. No, yeah. but I mean like they made, I guess they made a, um, uh, like in the two thousands, like oh, in 2012, yeah. they made like two Alfred Hitchcock movies yeah. uh, within really close to each other. Didn't Scarlett Johansson play Janet Lee? Yeah, I think that I think one, one was Anthony like about Hopkins. the making of Psycho, uh-huh. and then the other one was like about uh, I th- uh, was straight up like him being a dirty old man to Tippi Hedren was like the plot of the one movie. Okay, and uh, and they're just. Yeah, I don't know how much of that was like improvised or or uh, 
uh, what's the word, embellished based uh-huh. off of like what was really written or what t- I mean I'm sure she she's been very vocal about it. Yeah. Like she good. never like really kind of hit it or anything, but uh-huh. like I think that uh you know cuz what what came first, Marnie or or this? This. How I have no idea then why the fuck she decided <laughs> to come back then. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know. The jab's the jab. I suppose. I mean, I feel like I don't know. Do you think he was the same way with Grace Kelly? She was in like four <gasps> of his movies. The Princess of Monaco? He better not have. I hope not. Well, I but she was like, I don't know. Tippy Hedren was kind of, I don't know how to describe. I feel like with Grace, I feel like he w- couldn't get away with that shit with Grace Kelly. Yeah, because like, he'd have, he like, basically, he discovered Carrie... Tippy Hedren. Uh-huh. He, yeah. Um, he saw her in like a, com- like a Coke commercial or something in the early 60s and was like i have to have it um the girl too (laughs) (laughs) yuck yikes what did you say hitch nothing alma my (laughs) loving wife oh no Uh, this is my wife oprah (laughs) (laughs) i suggest you hit sir kyle yes that's me what about you did you already talk about how much you hated this movie i mentioned that it tried but it failed okay and like the bird scenes are my favorite part because that's what the movie should be about definitely but every one of them goes on about twice as long as it should this whole movie is extremely long this movie is two hours long yes that is um i think yeah it's probably like 20 to 30 minutes longer than it needs to be let's see the first 45 minutes are the rom-com between the two leads and then yeah all the bird scenes they just like like the sparrow scene, which we'll talk about more later, is just, it's impressive at the beginning. Like, whoa, there are birds everywhere. It's pandemonium. It's crazy. And then it's like, oh, it's it's still still pandemonium. Oh, still okay. birds. Like it's, the birds. There's no progress being made by the birds or the people, I guess. Yeah. What time is it? I look at my watch. <laughs> uh, yeah. I but, mean, Rope was an hour and 20 minutes long, and Rope did more in that. In that time frame than this. In did. the film than, than this one does. Um with two hours yeah and it's like i get it like there's really not a whole lot to work with there's like unless you're gonna throw a twist in at the end there's really not a whole lot more than the birds are attacking and nobody knows why yeah and that's still the plot at the end of the movie nobody knows why yeah this movie is where where rope was very impressive storytelling and you know camera work and stuff Mm -hmm. this is just very lazy it's like Hitchcock is drunk on set, just screaming, like, more birds! Where's the falcon? We need more rain. I think if we put more birds in the scene, the list, the viewers will get what, how do you say, more uncomfortable. Bring me another submarine sandwich. Cool. I like the idea of, like, Tippy's in the telephone booth, you know, panicking, and Hitchcock's just screaming, more birds, more birds, and he takes a fully cooked chicken and just whips it at her. This is yes. the only one Hit her we had with left. the rotisserie. <laughs> you stagehand, five more chickens. <laughs> Go to college. I'm I not swear, done yet. <laughs> I swear to God, if any of those were rosemary garlic, I'll fire the lot of you. <laughs> oh, boy. Are yes, sir, we... Mr. Hitchcock, sir. <laughs> Coming right up. Let's, uh, let's, let's dip on up. into 
some factoids here about this movie. Um, we all know that Tippi Hedren was harassed by Alfred Hitchcock, so we already talked about it, so I'm not really going to go into it. Um, he he tried to lot. park his car in her garage, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yep. Yep, I know exactly what you mean. I don't, but I like the sounds. Uh. <laughs> okay. Um, according to Alfred Hitchcock, whenever he was on the Dick Cavett show, 3,200 birds were trained for this movie. None of them survived. <laughs> they all died. Uh, we was so made the next week. Birds. <laughs> all the birds were so nice, and not a single diva among them. That's a big problem with birds, you know. Really, really... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Conti. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, Mr. No. Hitchcock. Uh, Rod Taylor, who plays uh, Mitch, said that the seagulls were fed a mixture of wheat and whiskey. Um, and that's why it was so, <laughs> it, that's why it was so easy to keep them still. Just like chilling on set because they were fucking drunk. That's like feeding a human whiskey and just like, yeah, bread. So you did with Marilyn Monroe where they just put peanut butter in her mouth and made (laughs) for most of her scenes. I've only had a piece of peanut butter for toast. What? Oh, boy. Um, Edith Head was once again the costume designer for this movie. (laughs) Um, I didn't, I should have talked about her more in uh, Rear Window just because there are so many more iconic costumes in that movie than there are in this one but I didn't so we're doing we're doing Edith Head in the birds uh, Edith Birdhead so uh, she designed the, the green outfit that um, Melanie wears throughout the movie there were six of those made for <laughs> Tippi Hedren to wear so she didn't have to wear the same one and of course some of them get beaten up some of them stay nice whatever um, Edith Head is one of the most well-known costume designers in Hollywood history, having done films such as Sunset Boulevard, Breakfast at Tiffany's, White Christmas, Rear Window, Vertigo, Elvis's Blue Hawaii, and The Sting, uh, for which she won her final uh, Oscar. She won eight Oscars between 1950 and 1974 and was nominated f- uh, for 35 Oscars over the course of her career. What percentage um, of Oscars did she win? <laughs> Text us your answer Let's at 55455. Five, five. <laughs> um, I think the most... Spooky! The f- most interesting fact that I could find about Edith Head, and I didn't even realize this um, until I saw a picture of her. Edith... <laughs> um, Edna Mode from The Incredibles is based on Edith okay. Head. Completely. <laughs> so I thought that was fun and interesting. Uh, yeah, she worked with... Every starlet there was back then, and all of them considered her a very good friend of theirs. She was just fantastic, I guess. She died in the early 80s, and I'm very, very sad about that. Um, Grace Kelly sang at her funeral. We should... <laughs> Grace... I think Grace Kelly died before she did. <gasps> no, Grace. No, So you, so you mean wrong. to tell me someone dug up Grace Kelly and marionette puppeted her and made them yes. sing at this woman's funeral? That is exactly what I'm telling you. Weekend at oh, Kelly's. I'd like to sing about the moon and the June and the spring. I'd like to sing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, uh, Tippi Hedren's age was listed as 28 in press releases whenever this film came out. Um, but she was actually 33. <sighs> 
and I guess they changed her age because they were like, you're too old to be new. You know, yeah. this, this is your first film. <laughs> you're, you're too you're on old. The down, you're, you're, on the 20, you're 28 now. You're 28 now, kid. Here you go. Um, so, yeah, is she, for four decades after that, she she kept it a secret that she was actually five years older than she was 33. Uh, when they made this, I think I said that already. Um, yeah, she keeps kept it a secret for about 40 years until she finally came out. She was like, I'm actually five years older than everybody thinks I am. I'm not Hitch 80. Made me change I'm 85. My age. Um, speaking of ages, um, I, I was watching this and I was like perplexed. I was like, first of all, I'm like, Mitch looks like he's like 45. His little sister is like 12. I'm like, that is like, that's a ridiculous age difference. There's no way. Um, What you don't know is they had five siblings in between, but the winters were harsh. (laughs) I guess so. The sibling is his sister or is his daughter. But still, like, that is crazy. So we looked it up and it turns out uh, Rod Taylor was actually like only, he was like in his early, I think he and... We looked it up. He and Tippi Hedren were both 33 making this movie. They were a match ah. made in heaven. Um, Jessica Tandy was only like 49, I think. Um, <laughs> so we started making jokes like, because the the woman in the in the restaurant with the two little kids, I was like, that woman is 75 years old. <laughs> why, why, her children are far too young. That's their um, nanny, their nana. Well, no, they said mom. They, they call mis- her mom. They were stupid. They meant <laughs> grandmom. No, but it turns out that lady was only like, she was like in her 40s or early 50s or whatever. And it turns out it's just, the moral of the story is don't smoke. <laughs> um, I think because in this... Everybody looked older back then, and that is why. It's because nobody wore sunscreen. They just wore oil to get tan, and everybody smoked. Um, yep. Everybody was so much younger in this movie than we think that they are now <laughs> because we take decent care of our bodies. So the uh, ornithologist was a, a freshman at NYU. Like She was a terrible <laughs> she was 17 smoker. 17 years old. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. What a time to be alive. Um, okay, so we've got our Hitchcock cameo very early in the movie. He's walking out of the pet store with the two dogs. Um, those were actually his dogs in real life. Their names were Jeffrey and Stanley. Oh, Yeah. I thought they were going to be called... Scruffy and, and Mortimer. Tibby and Grace. Um, My cat's called Norman. <laughs> Um, allegedly at the UK premiere after the movie was over and the audiences were leaving the theater, they had little speakers set up to make like squawking and flapping noises (laughs) while they were leaving, uh, which I thought was hilarious and gimmicky and totally something that Alfred Hitchcock would, would do to his, his audiences. Um, finally, last thing I have to say about this before we move on to everything else um, the Potter schoolhouse, which is the schoolhouse that was used, you know, in the movie is allegedly haunted and had already had that reputation before they filmed the movie. And that was like one of the reasons that Alfred Hitchcock wanted to film there. He's like, Oh, it's haunted. Especially. Yeah. Yes. He had rented it, um, a couple years before and saved it from demolition. The people who owned it were like, mm, this place sucks. Now we're going to destroy it and sell the lumber. And he was like, no, wait. 
I want to make a film about birds. I'm going to make a, the world's biggest bird house. <laughs> Thousands of them. And Tippy it's will be their queen. <laughs> the bird ah! Um... The current owner claims to have heard the sounds of, like, like party sounds. Like, there's a bunch of people in the house, like, in another room. <coughs> nice party, isn't it? <laughs> um, other times they've heard children laughing or footsteps. Um, I guess Tippy Hedren herself said that when she was standing in there alone, she felt like, she just, like, felt the presence of lots and lots of people. Like the on the movie set around her yeah whatever um but yeah so that's fun it is privately owned now but it still exists the building is still there you can go you can take a picture of it but like somebody lives there so i feel like that would be kind of like what if i seduce cute. the occupant then i can get inside right yes i can find the ghost that tormented tippy yeah <laughs> and kill it <laughs> double kill that corpse Let's move forward. Let's talk about scenes that you guys liked or didn't like or were okay about. But I don't know why you would want to talk about something that you neither liked nor disliked. The scene on the boat was fine. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, see you later. Uh, yeah. Jared, um, why don't you give us, spin us a tale. Give us a scene. Um. Well, I guess I'm just going to have to go. Honestly, I think the best part about this movie probably was the phone booth scene oh yeah That's just because scary. it just yeah and and I, I i think i like it mostly because of like the behind the scenes nonsense that went on with it and how there was just so many um they had to shoot that scene like a zillion fucking times yeah it took like a week for them to shoot i think mm -hmm. crazy shit it was shot in a phone booth on a set <laughs> Yep, <laughs> and I mean it. Look, it looks honestly though. It look. It's probably the best looking scene in the whole movie. Uh, I mean, this is like yeah, a yeah. beautiful. It's like a beautifully shot film, but like the fact that that they were able to get everything to more or less correlate at that time. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that was pretty cool. I think that was a uh, that that's where I'm at. Other than that, I just ugh, this movie just kind of like rubs me the wrong way a little bit. It's it's definitely uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, this is definitely not in my top three Hitchcock movies. Oh, Very not at all. Um, Least favorite of the month so far. I for understand me. that it's iconic. Like I get it. You know, I feel about this movie the way that Kyle feels about about Psycho. I think I still really like this movie. Um, and I'll watch it. I do think that it's kind of boring and it lags. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. I could have said all of this during the section where I was supposed to say all of that, but you let me down but... again. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's strike the, two, Cammy. Yeah, that scene. That scene is really good and it's really well filmed. It's chaotic and scary, genuinely mm -hmm. scary. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> what about you guys? I'll talk about the scene right before that when Tippy's oh. trying to convince everyone that birds are attacking, mm -hmm. and just. She does, like, everything right. Like, she's not running in screaming, the birds, the birds, the end is near. Yeah. She's, like, calmly, like, we were attacked by birds. You know, they went after the children and their delicious little eye jelly. Mm -hmm. And everyone's, like, is dismissing her or bringing up their own, like, kind of side stories. Like, oh, yeah, like, my cousin, he fought a seagull once to, to the death. Mm 
<laughs> and it's like, no, no, no. Like, we're talking about crows attacking children <laughs> today, just now. And then that ornithologist lady comes in. It's like, why would the birds attack us now? There's no way they could organize. They can't start a grassroots movement. Not in the sky. <laughs> Bernie uh. Sanders. <laughs> and just, it made the, it, if this were a better movie, you know, them discussing how stupid the plot is wouldn't have been so easy. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, Everything that she said, I'm sure the cast and crew were saying to Hitchcock, and he's like, whatever, we're going to power through. And it was just, it was so on the nose of like, yeah, you're right, this movie doesn't make sense. Why am I still watching it? (laughs) (laughs) It's just a lot of fun. I think that this movie, and that's like what it was meant to be, just like... We're never going to tell you why the birds attack. They're just going to attack. And they're going to attack, and you're, you're going to sit there, and you're going to like it. <laughs> they're going to attack, and you're going to take it. Yeah. What about oh, you, Hitchcock Kenny? really got mad at his audiences in the <laughs> 60s. He was just like, fuck you. I just gave you Psycho. Now you want another one? Yeah. Ugh. Um, my favorite scene in the movie is when um, Lydia, Jessica Tandy's character, uh, is going to go see Farmer Chicken. It's Farmer Chicken, right? The farmer who provides the chicken feed, yes. Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah, she wa- walks into his house, walks up the stairs, and opens the door. And he's dead in his room, and his eyes are have been packed out packed by the out. birds. And she, like, I love the way that's acted um after she gets out of the house. She, like, can't speak. She's just like, you know? What did um, they do to his eyes? Yeah, I think everybody in oh. this movie does. I mean, the women, because like I don't know. I feel like Mitch sort of stays very like stoic the entire time, which I which I kind of have a problem with. Um, he he seems frenzied, but he never seems as um like. It never comes to a boil like it does with the others. Uh, yeah, he never seems like he's in shock at all or like scared. Yeah. Really, truly yeah. scared. And I guess that's just a 60s thing, whatever. Because, we, yeah, we've got Lydia, the, the way she's acting after she sees um, Chicken Guy, um, which is horrific. And it's like you have no... I remember watching this movie for the first time, not knowing that that was going to happen. And, like, she slowly walks up the stairs and it's just... It's really good suspense because you know something's coming. You yeah. know what you're going to see isn't good. But you just... You don't know how just revolting it's gonna be there's feathers everywhere there's no eyes it's sick and at first we just see his legs we just see his legs and you kind of think that maybe that might be the extent of what we see but then they do the they give us his face and it's just horrific um but yeah and then later on in the movie um whenever they're leaving at the at the very end of the movie whenever they're leaving the um the house after melanie has been attacked um just the way she's acting that like thousand yard stare you can tell she's in shock yeah and they're trying to get her out of the house and she's like no 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 (laughs) and that's really all she can say um terrifying so scary yeah and i i don't know um the fact that melanie goes from being a strong independent woman at the beginning of this movie to just like a shell of the person that she was before uh really really sucks and that's like the scariest part of the movie 
for a lot of people. Um, that's one of the scariest parts of this movie for me. Um, yeah, you've got Kathy who witnessed the death of the teacher, Annie. Yeah. And the way she reacts to, you know, everything. She's freaking out. Everybody's freaking out except for Mitch. Being Fuck mad, Mitch. I have to fight the <laughs> communist bird invasion and I will do my part as an American. Yes. Uh-huh. 45-year-old Mitch. <clears throat> I will say connected to the uh, the scene where they discover the farmer killed obviously by birds mm-hmm. and, and the cop is like, well, we got to do an investigation. You know, he probably killed himself. <laughs> it just reminds me, a co- this episode has a couple parallels in the Simpsons Trias of Horror with the dolphins when they attack. <gasps> yeah. And I'm just reminded of Chief Wiggum looking at Lenny's body. It's like blowhole burns, bottlenose bruises. This was the work of rowdy teens. And <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. I'm like... <laughs> Uh, no, it's the birds, you fools. It's the birds and the dolphins. Yeah. Um, in in the episode, I was going to say, in the episode of The Simpsons, a, street, a streetcar named Marge, when she's doing the play, and they have Maggie stay at the daycare. <gasps> yeah. And at the end, they walk in to get Maggie, <laughs> and all the little babies have gotten their binkies back. Yeah. And they're all sitting there, <laughs> pacifiers, like... Staring at the them everywhere from ah! every corner of the room. Homer walks out and he's like, babies. And then Alfred <laughs> Hitchcock walks by um, with, Does he? with two uh, walking two dogs. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Um, How did I miss that? Birds references everywhere. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What else? What else do we got? Scenes besides the gas station explosion. We kind of already talked about that, but I love that scene. It's, such it's just like, whoa. Hilarious. What? Like, where did that come from? Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, I will say my favorite scene was the uh, the sparrow attack from the fireplace. Yeah. Or at least the first half of that, the first third, when the sparrows <laughs> emerge. The first forty minutes yeah. of the sparrow scene. Uh, because just they, you know, they got the house all like sealed up, all the windows closed. They think they're fine. Uh-huh. Then they notice the one bird hopping along the ground, and then, in the most realistic, because. I'm sure they did just unleash a thousand sparrows through the fireplace mm-hmm. just to see them all coming through at once. Yeah. Just looking so real. And then mm-hmm. they start doing that bird filter over the picture so that it looked like there was always birds yeah. flapping around. That was so good. It really got me. I was like, whoa, this is, this is fucking crazy. But yeah. like I said earlier, that, that wonder fades <laughs> about a third of the way through the scene. And then I'm just <laughs> with, left with, come on, get out of the room or get the birds out. You got to do something. Yeah. Like, all right. Let's, let's continue. Let's move on. Yeah, so I, I love that visual. Yeah. Huh. Jarrett, what about you? What about me? What? What's your favorite bird? <laughs> My favorite bird? Uh, I hate them all. Equally. Uh, D from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> that would be um, a fun fan edit to just put her in some of these scenes in the sky. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, uh, the, the the school scene is really... I, I like it a lot. Um because it's it's sort of a slow build up. Uh, it's crescendo. a slow build up, slow yeah, quick um climax later on whenever the kids are leaving and then all of a sudden the children are being attacked by birds. They're everywhere. But this the the like rep- I can't I can't remember the name of the song that they're singing, but it's so repetitive. And creepy. They turn to look at her and they don't miss a note. Yeah. Um yeah, that I think the repetitive song is sort of meant to make us feel almost like like frustrated, 
like annoyed like when it, something's gonna happen when's it gonna happen is it gonna happen before the song ends after the song ends they're saying the same shit over and over and over and over again so i think that was that was a good uh tactic on alfred hitchcock's part to to do that and that whole scene is just so iconic she's sitting on the bench looks over at the jungle gym and it's covered in birds I really like that just because it's not the the slow buildup of every time she looks over, there's like four more, then seven more, then a dozen mm-hmm. more. It's like, no, it's zero to 60 and it's one head turn. Fucked. Also, the teacher is really shitty. Her plan of, all right, kids, the plan is we're going to exit the right, building kids. and you are going to book it to the hotel. <laughs> Run! <laughs> if someone falls, you leap over them and you just keep on running. <laughs> Sorry, Leonard. It's quite all right. Paste in the back of the, in the, back of the class like, what? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> I'm a good runner. Did you say something? Glasses. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. What a bad teacher. All right. Um. Should we? Um. I I don't want to say rank, but I guess that would make sense. Yeah. I mean, I my one last thought on this. I think I may have mentioned it earlier, but judge just, this film. This movie. There's using just the footage you have. You can almost re-edit it and just make it a straight-up comedy. <laughs> like no. Like, dark comedy where it gets sad at the end. Like, no, this is just funny watching these birds just fly out of nowhere and hit Tippy in the head. Uh-huh. And just, it'd be so ba-da, easy. Ba-da, Alfred, ba-da, Alfie. You, got, you, you won with Psycho. You got to stop doing horror now. You just go to comedy. <laughs> Complete all the genres. Wow. Oopsie daisy. Uh, yeah. Uh, but if no one else has anything to say, we can move on to our ranking system for this yes. film. Rank for those it. of you unf- unfamiliar... It is a one through five hitchies, mm-hmm. one being the worst, five being the best, or our star option. If you think this movie is above and beyond anything else in the world and you got to run and tell your parents, you give it the cock. Yes, you Give do. your parents the cock. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Uh, I will go first here, and I will rate this movie at two hitchies. Two hitchies. I like looking at birds. Clearly. Well. <laughs> you know, birds... Very frequently, like all the, all the time, they look at your butt. That's what they're doing in the trees. They're looking at your butt. Oh. Oh my God, my bubble, my bubble buns. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're enjoying this pigeon as I'm walking along with my booty shorts. <laughs> oh my God. Cripes. Um, I want to give this one like a. I'm gonna give it a three. A three. A three. three hitchies. All right. And that's it. That's all I have to say about it. I... Uh, and unlike the scenes in this movie, you did what you were going to do and you moved on. Yes, I did. As yeah. we all should. J-Dog, where are the birds going to fall for you? 1.8 hitchies. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um, yeah, I feel like every, every other movie that we are going to do this week is going to outrank the birds. Which is weird because, I mean... There are a lot of really iconic Alfred Hitchcock movies, but I feel like this one is definitely, like, top three. When you think Alfred Hitchcock, especially when you're first learning that he exists and made movies and made multiple movies, you know Psycho and you know The Birds. And Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely, the at least, yeah. uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I just Um, don't, I don't know. He's he's a dirty... Those are the two that I knew for he, the longest time until I was like, hmm, 
Vertigo? Yeah. <laughs> what are these other titles under his name? Rear Window? You know. Maybe so. it's good that we don't like it because on set, the only uh, besides the regular birds, there was another dirty birdie, and his name yeah. was Alfie Hitch, a macaque. Yeah. Alfie Hitch, a macaque. I wonder if he's related to Alfred Hitchcock. And as we wrap up this birdtacular bird cast on the birds, uh, I want to thank a special bird, a lovely little bird called Jen, our newest patron on the Patreon. <gasps> tweet, tweet. Blah, blah, blah. Thank- squawk, squawk, squawk. <laughs> uh, thank you for your donation. We appreciate it. Yeah, You're the do. best. You're the bomb.com. Yeah. You're the bird.curd. <laughs> the pod dot cast <laughs> thanks jen thank you for your hard-earned dollar and i promise that kyle won't make you want to regret your donation i'm just kidding you're doing <laughs> great Don't make a promise you can't keep <laughs> oh boy he's doing right. great he's a swell guy you're all swell folk thank you so much again but yeah do we want to plug this uh we want to plug it up like it's the hoover dam and i'm a little dutch boy yeah, let's feed this episode. Oh, the some... Dutch boy never did the damn. No, not in the Hoover. It was all the way in Dutchland. Dutchland? Yeah. Well, I'll <laughs> be a yodeler's galoshes. What's the word? I'm looking clogs. Um, oh, man. It's been a day, man. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at daddy underscore dangerfield. Oh God! You can find me on um, Twitter. You can find me on the Twitter, uh, Jared underscore Miller. T- say hi. Be kind <laughs> and gentle. Rewind. Kelly, where can we find you? Oh, you can find me on both Instagram and Twitter now at Magic Ghost Baby. That's all one word. I have the same username on both uh, platforms. Finally. Yeah. That's not very creative. Well, you know what, Kyle? We can't all be you. Can uh, where can we find an you? Movie. <laughs> oh, you can find me on Twitter at Fievel Goes West. It's creative because I misspelled Fievel. F-I-E-V-A-L. And you totally did that on purpose. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. phonetically, it's clearly an E. Fievel. <laughs> Fievel. Uh, if you want to follow me on the Insta, I am Old Man Yells at Clouds underscores. And if you want to donate $100 to the Patreon, that's one with two zeros, and that's before the decimal, uh, I will come up with clever and fun names for your various social media handles. Spicy pork cutlet, as an example. It has to be three. <laughs> and better. <laughs> like Mary Kate Olsen or Haley Joel Osment. Johnny come lightly. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'll let you spell come however you want. <laughs> Yucky. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Cut his mic. All right. What? Cut no, his keep mic. keep it going. <laughs> I have the Where's controls here, hook? baby. There's one in here somewhere. I control oh the hook. God. I control the vertical and the horizontal. Oh no! Uh, if you want to join us next week for our final Hitchcock movie, we will be doing Shadow of a Doubt. Oh, thank yeah. God! I'm, sh- <laughs> I'm so sure we're doing it. I am sure beyond a shadow of a doubt. Wow! I'm gonna say that three <laughs> more times in the next week. Can't wait! Cannot wait! We'll see you then, folks. To infinity and beyond. There's a bird behind you! Yeah! <laughs> we didn't. We didn't mention how Kathy got avian flu. Oh, well. (laughs) Kyle, show me your worm. (laughs) 
Okay, goodbye. <laughs>